Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have another awesome interview for you all today. Today's topic is a little more technical, but it's also super inspiring and is going to be incredibly helpful for all of you entrepreneurs out there or anyone thinking of running a business. Today, I'm talking to Amy Bleefnik, and Amy is a digital marketer, technology enthusiast, and lover of all things woo-woo and self-improvement. She started her own agency helping spiritual entrepreneurs and life coaches get more leads and clients by scaling their business through marketing funnels and Facebook advertising. She truly believes in the power of coaching and intentionally creating a life you love and uses her native genius plus 10 years of experience to help coaches elevate their business and expand their reach. I'm so, so honored to be able to bring this episode for you today. So Amy and I were actually working together at the start of the year. Amy was working with me as my online business manager before Ella came on board, and she has helped me to understand funnels in an even deeper level and social media advertising. And as she'll explain in the episode, when we talk about Facebook advertising, we're also talking about the lovely Instagram too, because they use the same platform. So up until today in my business, I have not used any form of paid advertising. Actually, when I first began my business, I ran one quick ad and then I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. So I just stopped. And so I have not up until today used any Facebook or Instagram paid advertising at all. I've grown my business completely organically, but I am now at the stage where I know it's really important for me to be investing in advertising. And you know, that's because the landscape of social media has also changed a lot over the last few years while I've been in business. So now I feel called to explore advertising so that I can get my message out there to more of the people who want to see and use my content and who would love to work with me, but aren't able to find me. And this is what I want you to think about when you think about marketing, unless we show up and allow ourselves to be seen. And unless we're saying, Hey, you know, this is what I've got to offer. This is how I can help you. Then people aren't able to find us. Like they can't just sit there and go, Hmm, okay okay, let me just like put the thought out there. And then, you know, someone's just going to appear right now, like a genie in a bottle. It's not going to happen. We've got to make sure we're sharing what we do. And we do this through providing valuable content. And that is a way of marketing and sharing our message. So we really need to demystify the world of marketing and the world of advertising and funnels and all of these things, because Funnels are actually, and this is just the journey of how your client flows through your business, a funnel is a beautiful way and it can be a very soulful way to create some masculine structure around your creativity and ideas for your business so that you can ease the journey for your soulmate clients. So I wanted to bring Amy on board to to share all of her experience with supporting her clients with 
Facebook advertising, and with building funnels. And I wanted to share this with you right as I'm at the beginning of this process of actually implementing this into my business. So before we dive into this awesome conversation, I want to let you know a couple of amazing, exciting things that are coming up. So this is, as you listen to this episode, it's my final three weeks in London. I cannot believe it. And as at the time of recording this episode, which is about a week before, I still have not booked my ticket back, but I have started looking into it. And I've also started exploring other potential options for travel between going from London to Sydney. So actually I was exploring Portugal, Porto, and some of the beaches around there, potentially Paris, Slovenia. But now I have felt really called to potentially go to Bali. So Lou and I have been looking at that because you all know how much I loved Bali last time I was there. So now I'm exploring Bali again and it's all very exciting. But I want to let you know for anyone out there in London, I'm having a meetup on the 23rd of July. So if you would love to join me in London and say hello and meet some other like-hearted people here in London, you can join the meetup. If you head over to my Instagram profile and then simply scroll through the post, you'll see one for my meetup and that has all the details there. And I'll also be sure to share more information on my stories again, so you can definitely keep track over there too. Now, I also want to let you know two exciting things. So part of the work that I'm doing here, as many of you know, I've wanted to support people in finding and aligning with their purpose, right? And this is how the podcast started from episode number one. I share with you exactly why I started the podcast. I believe that we're all here to do work that lights us up. That is my core belief. I believe we're way more impactful when we're, when we're in a space that lights us up, when we're using our zones of genius, the gifts that we're literally born to share. And when we're um, in that beautiful element, we're then more likely to innovate. We're more likely to be able to truly support our communities as they evolve as well, because we're all in our element. We're all doing what comes so naturally to us. So we create space for creativity. We're way more powerful and impactful in what we're doing. And that energy, because we love it, we're infusing everything we do with this beautiful, joyful energy, we then inspire others to do the same. And we're all reflecting our beautiful energy. And so of course, we're all able to up level. So this is my core belief. And I also believe, and this is something Amy and I also discussed in this episode today. I asked Amy what she loves at the end of the episode about being a woman in business. And this took this conversation on a really interesting journey about how helpful being an entrepreneur is for women, right? And this is one of my things. I believe that entrepreneurship is a beautiful, beautiful option for women because it allows us to design our work and our life in a way that supports us to thrive. And so this is what I'm all about in building a business. It's why I've created my Feminine Essence Framework. I wanted to create a life and business that would allow me, and then I would also be able to help my clients who I now do help create a business in the same way, using both your masculine and feminine energy, working with your body, your cycle, your energy, your zones of genius, all of these great things while still creating a successful, thriving business that makes a difference. So to further support all of you beautiful people, 
You all know that I've got Create Your Beautiful Biz, which is my group coaching online program. And the next intake of that is going to open up for enrollment very, very soon. So if you haven't yet joined the waitlist, please head to LetitiaRidge.com forward slash Create Your Beautiful Biz. And you can sign up for the waitlist there so you can be the first to know because this program is so, so, so good. It gives you a completely different perspective on running a business. And we talk about running a business in the most soulful, aligned, heart-centered way. So it becomes a beautiful, creative exploration and really demystifies the world of business. It it. I I just think this program is the best thing ever. And so I'm so excited to open that up again for enrollment very soon. But there is still something missing. So my intention over here at Create a Life That Is Beautiful is to make sure that I'm supporting people from finding purpose, going through that journey, all the way to starting a business, if that's the journey that you're called to go on to growing a successful, thriving business. So since starting my coaching business, I've helped people align with their purpose. I've taken people through a specific process. It's the same process that I use to align with my purpose and move from lawyer to life coach. And so I was working with people one-to-one through that process. And now I focus pretty much exclusively on business coaching, but I want to now provide you with a program that will take you through that exact process to help you align with your purpose. If you're someone who feels disconnected from your true self, capital S, or if maybe you know that you want to start a business, but you've got no idea doing what, or thirdly, if you want to find out what your zones of geniuses are, what your gifts in the world are, what you're here to do. And lastly, and most of all, find work that lights up your soul. So for those of you who are ready to discover your purpose and go through my signature framework, I am opening up very soon a program, online group coaching program for enrollment. And you can go and put your name right now on the uh, wait list over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose. I am so excited to share with you all of these details very soon. And so in the meantime, pop your name on the list. If you want to start your business, if you want to improve the foundation in your business, then please go to create your beautiful biz. But if you want to figure out what on earth you're here to do in this life, how you want to contribute to the world, then go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose. And let's dive into that together. Okay, so now back to today's interview with the beautiful beautiful Amy. Today we're discussing why coaching is badass and how Amy's morning, what Amy does for her morning alignment practice, which is always so fun to know. We're also going through the best practices for Facebook and Instagram marketing, what a lead conversion is and optimization, organic versus paid marketing, how to be a more conscious consumer in an overwhelming social media world, ways to market yourself and share your message in a natural flowy way, social media advertising in a way to collect data much faster, how to invest in your social media presence, why Facebook and Instagram marketing can give you more time and money and how to build funnels for your business and get started attracting the right people into your business today. And don't forget right at the end of this, we also have a conversation about what Amy loves about being a woman in business. And I know that this will be an inspiring conversation for you too. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the podcast. 
Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to dive into all things Facebook advertising today. Yay, me too. <laughs> Let's get this party started. So Ooh. to kick us off, could you let our listeners know a little bit about the work that you do and also how you got to where you are today? Yeah. So the work that I do now is I work with spiritual entrepreneurs and life coaches to help them with their marketing funnel automation and driving traffic with Facebook advertising. And I do that through either coaching through how to build your funnel and running Facebook ads or done for you services where I take it off your hands completely and you don't have to worry about it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How I got here. Oh man, I, started playing around with Facebook advertising over 10 years ago when I was working at an agency where they were kind of letting me just figure out my own thing. I went to college for marketing, but they weren't teaching any of this digital marketing stuff in college. Um, And I took it upon myself to start learning digital marketing at this agency I was at, which included Google advertising, Facebook ads, and social media as an organic um, strategy in general because it was kind of brand new back then. Um, and then after that, I moved on to Infusionsoft, which is a company, they're now called Keep, but it's a marketing automation software company that helps small businesses and entrepreneurs run their businesses with email marketing and e-commerce and CRM, which is a customer relationship management system. And I learned a ton about marketing automation and funnel building and all the cool things you can do with email marketing and um, automating different systems and processes in your business. And I was surrounded by entrepreneurs who were very inspiring. And a lot of them were kind of in the coaching space. And that kind of led me into my own spiritual journey and understanding what life coaches do and what what they are. And um, that led me just down a whole woo-woo path that I got really excited about and took a big deep dive into it. And so I decided, I knew I wanted to work for myself, and I didn't know exactly what that would look like. Um, But when I left Infusionsoft, I took some time to kind of figure that out. And I ended up just getting some referral clients from leaving Infusionsoft, just from the people that I knew. And they were asking for help with Facebook ads. So I started helping them, and we started getting results. And I found out I was pretty good at it, and I really enjoyed it. And I loved getting them the results and seeing the return on their ad spend. And so I decided to focus on the niche of spiritual entrepreneurs and life coaches because I'm obsessed with that world. I hired my first life coach after leaving Infusionsoft to kind of help me figure out how to take myself to the next level. And um, I just fell in love with it. And so I decided that I would use my marketing expertise and background to help spread the good word of life coaches and the powerful things that they can do for people to create their own reality and create the life that they that they want to live. Oh, I just have chills from <laughs> everything you've just said there. It's just so beautiful that, you know, you can, you don't I think sometimes we feel like, oh, well then, you know, if I like life coaching, then I've got to be a life coach, but there's so many ways to support, you know, an industry that you really care about and respect. And I'm just, that's so wonderful that you had such a positive experience with your life coach, because I totally agree that I feel like everybody should have a life coach and it's just mm-hmm. so helpful for taking us, yeah, to our, um, to realizing our full potential and going to that next level and then the next and the next and the next. Yes, exactly. 
Okay, so now I want to just shift gears slightly to find out a little bit more about you with something a little fun before we dive into all of the beautiful advertising conversation we're going to have. So to get started, tell me about one book that has changed your life. Ooh, <laughs> I was just talking about this yesterday. Um, the, the biggest one I think that like really clicked into place for me was You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. I was reading a lot of stuff like that. Um, I started out, I think, my spiritual journey with Gabby Bernstein and The Universe Has Your Back. Mm -hmm. And then that led me into um, Abraham Hicks and um, The Power of Now and all those different books. But uh, You're a Badass just had a really great way of breaking it down. And um, then I read You Are a Badass at Making Money, and that took my whole money mindset to the next level. So those two were really, really impactful. Love it. Love Jen Sincero. Both amazing books. And what about, what's your favorite crystal? Ooh. Um, I, when I was in Australia, actually, I bought a Lumerian quartz crystal. <gasps> and it's my biggest one and it's beautiful. And I, I, I love it. I love those. Beautiful. <laughs> and what about a favorite affirmation? <laughs> Am I allowed to curse on here? <laughs> yeah, you can curse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always <laughs> tell myself something that I started to do when I was feeling um, like I wasn't being heard or wasn't stepping into my voice or speaking up in meetings back when I was working in like corporate. I <laughs> would always tell myself, you know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, I love it. Yeah, it just helped me kind of reaffirm that I do know what I'm talking about and that I can speak up and I can help people with what I say. And so, yeah, mm. it, that helps me. <laughs> love it. And then I know that we connected through the beautiful Flow with Intention community, the Just Lively, um, uh, that Just Lively community. So, what is your morning alignment practice? And are you a heart or a gut person? Mm. Um, I am a heart person. And my morning practice includes, I wake up usually around 5am and I meditate for 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how I'm feeling. And then I journal either gratitude or affirmations and um, kind of like visualize different aspects of my life and my business of what I'm focused on or thinking about most that day. And then I go to spin class, which is like a party on a bike. It's called party on a bike where there's just super loud music and lights. And it's like at 6 a.m. And it's it's the best way to like start your day, like a big dance party Love and it. a good workout. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I come home and I try not to check my phone or any of my messages or anything until 8 a.m. So I set my phone so that it's on do not disturb mode until 8 a.m. so that I'm not accidentally seeing I used to like accidentally see notifications like email notifications or message notifications and it would send my head into this like frenzy of like oh I need to answer that or I need to get on this and it like didn't give me the time and the space in the morning to really get connected with myself and just enjoy my breakfast and my time I usually listen to podcasts and stuff while, or audiobooks while I'm getting ready mm. and eating breakfast and then I go into my office and start my day mm, love it and I, I've got to try this party on a bike <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so <much> incredible. Fun. <laughs> so you will be just vibing by the start of your day. And also I, I'm the same. I don't look at my phone until a certain time. Mine is 9.30, but I, I get up later than you do. So it's all <laughs> okay. pretty much the same time. And yeah, it's a life changer. Whenever I 
look at it earlier. It does, it, you know, it's just like playing Russian roulette, right? It depends yep. on what's in the email, but you can't help go off, you know, down a tangent that you have no control over. Yes. So wonderful. Okay, now let's dive into all things Facebook advertising. So to get us started, could you explain a little bit about what Facebook advertising is? I know it's kind of obvious, but some people won't know. And why is it so powerful? Yes. So Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising, they're on the same platform because Facebook bought Instagram a few years ago. Um it is essentially a way to drive engagement or traffic to whatever action you want the end user to take. So it's a way to pay to play essentially and get your stuff seen by more people. And the cool thing about Facebook advertising is the, um, super specific targeting capabilities where you can really reach the perfect people or the right people who need to hear your message um, through their really advanced targeting and algorithm. And you can also set it up so that Facebook is adjusting the ads to get the outcome that you want. You can set the objective to either video views or lead conversion or sale essentially like on a thank you page if you want. And, um, Facebook will get as much data as it can to get you that action that you want them to take. And then they'll start optimizing the ad and the audience that they're targeting to get more people just like that so that you get more actions and more outcomes because they want you to succeed. They want you to make money off of Facebook so that you keep spending money with them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so just two terms that maybe some, some of some people won't know is what is lead conversion and also optimizing. Oh my gosh, yes. Please, I tend to go very technical, so please <laughs> stop me if I am. Um, lead conversion is, say you have a freebie on your website or on a landing page where you're offering some piece of great value for free in exchange for somebody's email address. Um, and so when they fill out that form or they fill out that opt-in to your freebie, whether it's a webinar, an ebook, a checklist, a free guide, a video series, whatever it might be, um, they are becoming a lead for you. So they converted into a lead. And what was the other one? Optimization. Yep. Um, optimizing. I mean, you can tweak and optimize things based on data. So you can like look at conversion rates, meaning like the percentage of people, for example, the percentage of people who landed on your page versus the percentage of people who, um, or the number of people who filled out the form. So you can see like, okay, X amount of people landed on my landing page, X amount of people filled out the form, and you can figure out the conversion rate percentage based on that information. Um, So you can do things to optimize and tweak and adjust your ads, your landing page, um, your images, you know, your copy, like there's so many different aspects Mm. to the ads that you can adjust and tweak and keep an eye on to optimize. And then there's the Facebook optimization side, which is a complete mystery to everybody. Facebook. So (laughs) basically it helps you get your, get your stuff seen and work out what is being seen by your people. Yes. Okay. And what is also connecting with your people? What's serving them then because of that? Right. 
Right. It's like it's keeping an eye on who is clicking on your ad or who like how many like how many people are seeing it, how many people are liking it or commenting, how many people are clicking through to your landing page or clicking play or watching your video all the way through. They're tracking all of that data so they can see, okay, this type of person with these characteristics is more likely to watch your video to the end than Mm. these types of people. So they optimize to show it to more of those people. Mm, how incredible so I know that some people when they hear this they'll think oh my gosh it's just so creepy that Facebook can tell (laughs) stuff about us um, on the receiving end of it but it's so it's such a powerful uh, way to be able to speak to the clients that you can serve so I feel like when we are these you know conscious business owners who are here to you know help people and make a difference we, you know, we need to have our message in front of the right people. These people, like literally someone's life can be changed just by them being able to um, connect with your work. So what do you, what advice do you give to your clients who are just, you know, they, they're really scarred by even the word marketing and they think marketing so icky and they don't want to know about it. How do you sort of explain to them like why it's actually so important for them to have their head around all of this? Yeah, so it's it's important because it's visibility for you and it's finding and attracting and it can be done in a way that's not icky or aggressive or forceful, but like and and, and we're all we all see it all the time, right? Like I see ads or you know influencers on Instagram talking about specific products and I buy them. I'm sure we've all done that. Maybe not. Maybe because I'm in that world and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I want to take it all the way through. But like, I feel like we've all obviously been influenced by marketing in different capacities throughout our lives. So it's just a way to, for a business owner to connect with the right people. They deserve to have the choice to choose to work with you. um, And they deserve the opportunity to know what you're all about and how you can help them. And so you can do it in a way that attracts the right people based on what you're putting out there into you rather than forcing your stuff down their throat. Mm -hmm. And it can be done in a really nice, natural, organic way, even if you're using face like paid advertising. Um, It just it's it's just a way to get your message seen by more people. And I kind of forgot to mention when I first started talking about Facebook advertising at the beginning is you can the thing about that I see Facebook advertising as a way to collect data faster. So like in order to get the information you need to know how to tweak and adjust your marketing or your messaging or your offers or your landing pages or whatever you're putting out there, it's just a sped up way to get more traffic and more data and more information so that you can then make those decisions um, faster than you could. Maybe if you were trying to do it organically, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it just kind of speeds up the process if if you have a little bit of budget to play around with. Mm. Yeah, and so uh, we've had this discussion uh, before off off the podcast that one of the reasons why I didn't invest in Facebook advertising or you know social uh, any advertising on social media earlier was because I was concerned that that would mean I don't c- continually need to be investing into my advertising to get anything seen. So I was uh, committed or had in my mind that I wanted to do everything organically because otherwise I'd be setting myself up for this commitment for like the rest of my business journey. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, I haven't heard that as like a, 
a thing that Facebook or Instagram does like to punish you for paying for advertising and then like taking away your organic traffic. Um, but like I said, they're kind of a mystery. Like that's, mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm involved in a lot of like Facebook ad groups and like a mastermind. That's uh, really amazing that we all keep each other updated, but we're all trying to stay up to date with the different, the changes that Facebook is making and it's happening every day. So like, we try to keep on our toes to like understand what's happening, but it's also kind of a mystery. And that's why testing and just optimizing and tweaking and adjusting once you collect the data is so important. It's all about the name of the game is testing when it comes to running paid advertising. Mm. Um, but I don't, I know there's a, like a lot of people have a lot of pride with building their business organically. And that is amazing. And it's a lot of work and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you, pay for advertising, it can speed up the process a little bit. I don't think that it means you have to always do it. But if you think about any larger business who is successful, they have a slight budget dedicated to advertising or marketing. Mm -hmm. And a piece of the revenue that they're making goes back into the business to make sure that more and more people hear and see your message. And that brings in more leads and clients for you to work with and change their lives. So it can be viewed as as a good thing or a bad thing, you know, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. And I think it depends on what your um, priorities are and um, what you value at the moment. So as you said, absolutely, it speeds up the process. And so if you don't have a lot of time to be investing in, you know, really um, spending a lot of time engaging and on the platform itself, then perhaps um, advertising is a better use of your money, especially Mm -hmm. if you've got more money to spare. So I guess it depends on the individual and where they're up to on their business journey. Absolutely. And I think it's helpful to know, like, I think, knowing what your offer is, being crystal clear on exactly what it is you're offering and that like client journey or customer path um, from starting from the the ultimate outcome that you want to accomplish and working backwards from your sales process, your upsell process to your sales process to your like warming them up freebie process, like taking your core offer, slicing off a piece of that as like a smaller offer that people pay for. And maybe I'm getting too into the weeds right now, but um, offering it as a tripwire or like a thing that is like seven to $30 that people can buy. That's like a taste of what you offer. And then backing that onto your freebie. That's a free thing that people can get from you and having all those aligned as like a journey and an um, ascension path that they can take. If you have that really clear and dialed in, then it's a good time to start driving traffic and optimizing those different stages and steps and um, using it to get them to take that next action that you want. If you're not sure about what your offer is or what your um, kind of ascension path is, then it doesn't necessarily make sense to like drive a bunch of traffic or drive a bunch of leads when you don't have a, a clear ultimate outcome that you want to accomplish with them or a way to sell them or upsell them or get them into your program. So it's good to have that a really clear idea of that. So until you have that, it makes a ton of sense to focus on organic and just bringing in clients to kind of test and play with your offers. Um, But once you have that nailed down and you're, you're getting conversions organically, then definitely pour gasoline on the fire and drive more traffic. Mm, Oh, I love that. Thank you for explaining. So that answers one of my questions, which was when you recommend someone get started with advertising. Mm. And 
I'd also love to ask you, you mentioned before about that difference between attracting and forcing. And I think that it's so beautiful to see like everything that we've all been so into with, you know, like manifestation and all of these beautiful concepts that you can see this playing out here as well, you know, even with this idea of attracting and forcing. And I love that you use the word ascension when you're Mm -hmm. explaining uh, that process. So yeah, can you explain a little bit about what the difference is in terms of advertising between having that attracting and forcing? Is it like more the energy behind it or is it like just more practical um, what's being said, you know, people being quite pushy? How do you see that difference? Yeah, I I see it as like there was a shift in marketing. I'm not even going to try to guess when this exactly happened, but <laughs> Hubs, HubSpot was a big leader in inbound marketing, meaning attracting the right people into your funnel and letting your funnel do the work of qualifying them all the way into a client or a customer. And that's the power of like automated marketing funnels is giving away free content, free, valuable content, putting it out there in the world, whether it be a podcast or a blog or your freebies and checklists or your videos on YouTube, whatever it might be. And this kind of ties into like what Gary Vee talks about, which he's kind of aggressive on certain things, but I like his ultimate message, which is the jab, 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 left hook or whatever, like give, give, give free, free, free stuff. And that will attract people to you. And then they'll just want to work with you. You'll, they'll be magnetized to what you're offering, what you're saying and how you're saying it. And those people will just come to you and say, okay, what can I buy from you? Like, what's next? Like, how do I get more of this? Mm. So I feel like that has been really powerful. And it's just, it's just a, a nicer way to think about marketing rather than cold calling or cold outreach or, you know, super salesy tactics where you're like really pushing your message on people. It's putting what you love and what you know and your knowledge out there and your value out there and then letting the right people come to you. And you can set up a process and a system, which doesn't sound very flowy, but like you can have the bones in place that helps people through that journey and gets them to a point where they're just like ready to buy because you've you've qualified them, you've re- like kind of weeded out the people who may not be a good fit at this time and you've primed them up and they're like just they're ready to take that next step with you. Mm, but I love that because it's about the masculine and feminine, right? To have to yeah. create anything, we've got to have, especially when it comes to that, you know, that feminine attraction receiving, we've got to have some sort of structure around it. And so that is what this the funnel does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm just like, I do too. It's all in my mind. <laughs> it's, it's like, you've got the vessel to hold this. Um, it's the container for what you're um, calling in. That is so beautiful. So tell us then, uh, what you like, if someone wants to start, like get started in you know, dabbling, maybe in Facebook advertising, what do you recommend to those people so that they can get started? Yeah. So Some of the foundational things that I think are important to look at first are, like I said, really mapping out your funnel and your ascension plan for your clients, like how they like what you're ultimately offering and then backing out from there so that you have the whole path through and they come in to um, all the way up to becoming like a high ticket client or like buying your online course or whatever it might be. Being really clear on that. Um, The first thing that I always tell people that's pretty easy to do is to set up your Facebook pixel, which I know <laughs> some people hear the word pixel and they just want to throw up. So um, <laughs> I it's really easy. And I, I have 
something that I can share with with your listeners that helps kind of get those that basic pixel set up. But it's just a piece of code that you you take from Facebook, your Facebook ads manager, you paste it in your header of your website or any of your landing pages that you have out there. So now you're already starting to capture and track the people who are coming to your website, like you're already kind of building a warm ish audience. Um, So that's a really simple thing you can start with, even if you're not running ads right now, just have that pixel on there, because it'll be collecting data, which is good to use later. Um, And then the thing that you can start with is driving traffic to your freebie offer. And you have to like, I know a lot of people like start with Facebook ads, and they put an ad out there, and they try you know, one piece of copy, one image and drive to a landing page, spend a couple hundred bucks. And then they're like, Facebook advertising doesn't work. Mm. Um, It's a matter of tweaking and adjusting and optimizing, like we talked about at the beginning, and just going into it with um, an inquisitive mindset of like, let's, let's test this and see if this works. Or let's try this and see if this works. And it doesn't have to be super expensive. Like you can spend 100 to 200 bucks for each test phase. Usually I run a test for five days, about 20 bucks a day. And just keep an eye on it and see what's happening. And if I'm getting leads at a low cost per lead that I feel comfortable with, then um, then I'll let it run or I'll pause it for a little bit and then come back and try something else. But um, that's a good place to start. And I think, well, this leads into a whole other conversation about knowing your numbers and understanding like how much is a lead worth to you. So if you have your whole Ascension plan figured out and you've backed out your offers and you, and maybe say you've done organically, like you've converted people, like you've had leads come in, you've had X amount of sales calls or, you know, discovery calls or whatever you might have. And then X amount of those people turn into clients. Like you kind of know your conversion rates and then X amount of those clients buy your high ticket offer or whatever it might be. Um, If you know those numbers or you have some basic foundation, foundational data, you can kind of play around and see like, okay, if I sell, like I'm not really good at math, like on the spot. So, but <laughs> um, if I sell, say, a hundred clients, a ninety-seven dollar offer, mm-hmm. um, then you know that you're making nine hundred and seventy dollars. And if you brought in, no, that's not that's not true. If you sold, okay, if you brought in a hundred leads mm-hmm. and you got ten percent of them to buy your ninety-seven dollar product. That's 10 sales equaling $970 in revenue, which mean e- which means each lead is worth about $9.70 to you if you take the total revenue divided by the amount of leads you brought in. And then what would you be willing to pay to get that $9.70 per lead? So usually it's like, I'll spend a dollar to make a dollar or whatever. So if you cut it in half, like you'll be willing to pay about $5 per lead if you know that ultimately that lead is worth $10 to you or ultimately, you know, 10% are going to buy your $97 offer. So it gets kind of crazy with the math, but, but it helps you feel really confident about like, Oh sweet. I'm only paying $2 per lead on these ads. I know that I can convert X percent to a sale, you know, based on my historical data or based on, you know, industry standard or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, so that might be getting too in the weeds for getting started, but it's just, it, it's comforting knowing those numbers if you can if you can kind of sit down and figure it out. Yeah, um, no, I think people would really appreciate that, and at least I definitely do because you want something that you can track and, like you said, feel confident about what you're investing in and see it as an investment in the growth of your business. Exactly, exactly. And then I think another easy way to get started with 
Facebook ads is if you have a warm audience, meaning you already have some traffic going to your website or you already have an email list over like 500 or 1,000 or you get a lot of engagement on your organic Facebook or Instagram posts, you can retarget those people. You can build audiences on Facebook. You can import your email list. You can retarget people who engage with your posts and you can retarget them to either show them your freebie or your upcoming webinar or even to book a call with you, book a discovery call or whatever it is you might be offering kind of at the front. And those people are already kind of warmed up and aware of who you are. So they're more likely to convert or whatever, take the next step that you want them to take. So that's kind of like low hanging fruit. Like if you already have some engaged audiences, you can retarget them with some ads to try to get them to take the next step that you would want them to take. Mm. Oh my gosh. It's fascinating. Just this whole other world that (laughs) if you, uh, that, that many of us don't dabble in because it seems too technical. So it's just so wonderful. And I'm so grateful that we have you today here talking about this and um, demystifying the world of social media advertising. So thank you so much for explaining all of that. That's really, really helpful. You're welcome. And I, I, I put together like a Trello board. Um, if you guys, if any of your listeners use Trello or Asana, I'm obsessed with both of them and I use them both for different reasons, but I like mapping things out on a Trello board. It just helps me get things out of my brain. And then I feel like it's easier to digest. And so, um, I put together a Trello board that your listeners can get that kind of lays out these foundational things that I'm talking about, including that like math of figuring out your cost per lead or your ideal cost per lead or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to share that with with everybody so that they have something to kind of reference Amazing. rather than just my voice. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you so much. That's going to be so useful. And um, yeah, so I'll pop I'll pop the link to that in the show notes. So I also just want to go slightly off topic and just ask you a general question about like, what do you love about being a woman in business? Ooh, (laughs) that's a good question. I, this might be kind of like a negative place that I came from, but I just had a realization at one point in my career that I was sick of, (laughs) I was sick of making men money. (laughs) like I I wanted to be in control of my income I wanted to work for myself I wanted to have the freedom I I feel like that's what a lot of us entrepreneurs want um I just wanted to to be in control and make myself money and um not have a cap or a limitation on the amount of income I could make or you know rely on the next salary increase whatever Mm. round or whatever um so yeah I love I love being a woman in business because I love I love my background and I love where I came from and it, it does have a very masculine um, feeling and vibe like it, even if you like look at like a lot of the people out there that talk about funnel building and crushing it and whatever like <laughs> that's that's it's a very masculine world and I'm I'm loving seeing these women starting their own businesses. I'm loving connecting with other women entrepreneurs. I'm loving supporting them. Most of my clients are women and in the coaching space and they tend to help other women. And I just, I love that whole support structure, um, that I feel like is just so positive now and so supportive. And it's, it's been really fun. I feel like I have kind of like a, a badge of honor, like being, becoming part of it. Like once I started, once I finally took my business full time, I was just like, this is, I don't know, this is really exciting. And, and yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, it's, I, I love everything that you've just said there. And I think that it's just, it is such an exciting time for women that we get to, you know, really decide what sort of career we want and what contribution we want to make to the world. And we have just, you know, we can, we can really create anything that we, that we want that comes through. And I also love that you mentioned that you didn't want to make money for, you know, just more men in the corporate world, because that's so right. Like we've got to look at every, what we're consuming, but also, you know, who we support in, in terms of who we support through the work that we do, um, you know, not just clients, but if we are employed by someone, then is that a cause that you believe in? And I think it's really important for our, like that feeling of alignment in our life. Exactly. And something else that came up for me a lot was a traveling, like taking time off and how well, it's just like crazy in the in the States, how like paid time off or whatever works. But and like the the lack of vacation time and how your whole life is supposed to revolve around work, which to me is insane. But um, that combined with like feeling guilty for taking time off from the corporate world and having a nine to five, like Monday through Friday, like I didn't want that anymore. But also, um, paid family leave and maternity leave and raising a family my my plan and my ultimate goal is to be able to do that on my own terms where I'm not relying on health insurance from my employer or the two or three months off that they give me to to spend time with my child when when she first he or she first comes into the world like Mm. I didn't want to deal with that I wanted to create my own version of that and support myself Yes. Oh, I so agree. It's so important to be able to have a, you know, a holistic look at our lives and not see this. It's like we need to make a decision. It's either, well, we've, that, this is why we feel like we need to make a decision. It's either work, we go and, you know, we pour all of our energy into that. And then we have our personal life just left with all of the scraps. And right. it, it's this one or the other. And I just, have never believed that. And I think that that's what makes this so exciting. And then also the more women that we have running these businesses uh, who understand that, yes, people want to have a family and want to have other interests and we're here to support one another. That's just more job opportunities for other people as well to work and support these women too. So yeah, it's all really exciting. Okay. So my final question is just to let us know if you have any like big projects coming up or anything that we can support you with. Ooh. Um, I, I mean, I'm just getting kind of like my own funnels up and running because I've been focused on my clients. It's kind of like the cobbler's children have no shoes type thing, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm working on building out my funnel. I'm excited to start doing more video. I want to do more like how to helpful um, videos on YouTube for um, coaches and spiritual entrepreneurs. So I guess I mean, my company's called 511 West and the, my my website is 511west.com. But um, if you have any specific questions around funnels or Facebook ads that you're like dying to have answered that I could turn into a helpful video for you, I would actually love to hear that from you if you wanted to email me. Is that okay if I ask? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My email is amy at 511west.com. I would love to hear your pressing questions and then I would love to turn that around and create valuable, helpful content for you. 
Mm, well, I think that that's just so amazing. And I think those videos will just be incredible and so helpful for all of us coaches and spiritual entrepreneurs. So yeah, definitely. If anyone has any questions for Amy, get in touch and let her know. And I can't wait to see these videos and to support you in um, sharing that your message with everyone and to help all of us. Um, yeah, beautiful coaches and healers and uh, spiritual entrepreneurs get our message out there to the right people. Yes, I love it. Woohoo. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for coming on. This has been a wonderful com- conversation. And thank you for demystifying, as I said earlier, the world of advertising for all of us and making us see that, you know, marketing is really about being able to speak to the right people and to get our message in front of the right people and to be able to also attract in, in a really beautifully aligned way, um, our soulmate clients. You are so welcome. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me on here. So there it is, my beautiful friends. Thank you, Amy, for coming on to the podcast and sharing all of your wonderful wisdom about Facebook and Instagram advertising, how we can make marketing way more flowy and fun, and how to build amazing funnels and get started attracting the right clients to our business today. I hope you also enjoyed that final piece of the conversation all about what Amy loves about being a woman in business. These are the same things I also love about being a woman in business. And this is why I believe entrepreneurship is such a wonderful option for all of us ladies. Now, if you'd love to find out more about how to continue connecting with either myself or Amy, you can find the show notes for this episode over at LeticiaRinge.com forward slash Amy Bleefnicks. That's B-L-I-E-F-N-I-C-K. And you'll also find the link there to Amy's beautiful training on how to build your funnel for your advertising. I definitely recommend going to check that out. Now, I'd love to remind you all at this point to make sure that if you're looking to discover your purpose, you're ready to find work that lights up your soul, you want to figure out what you want to do, and and maybe it's to start a business, but you want to figure out what on earth doing, you want to know what your zones of genius are, you want to feel more connected to yourself, please head over to LeticiaRinge.com forward slash discover your purpose to sign up for the wait list. And if you're ready to start your business or you already have a business and you're wanting to up level and create that strong foundation to make your difference and thrive, then go and pop your name on the wait list for Create Your Beautiful Biz too. You can head to LeticiaRinge.com forward slash create your beautiful biz. All right, my friends, I will be back next week for another episode to help you create a beautiful life and business. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.